1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. And we are in the house this morning with the Honorable... Mayor Aaron Stewart, Mayor of New Britain. We're eating donuts. Oh yeah. Oh my God, those donuts are to die for, aren't they? How are you, Mayor? I'm good, and thanks so much for having me this morning. Well, it's an honor. Yeah, thank you. And I, I know how busy you are. And so for you to take time out of your schedule to actually come and sit here face to face, I really do appreciate it. Um you and I kinda go way back. My office is here in New Britain, oh, so yeah. you know, you have a special place in my heart. Back from the Connecticut Race in the Park breast health initiative. Oh days. my God, remember that? It seems like <laughs> Forever. Seems like we've been around forever. It but. was one of
1: the first places that I started volunteering in the community. God, I was, what, 15, 16 years old? And student at New Burton High School. You were still in
2: high school. Yeah. And then you stayed involved during uh, your your college days at Central Connecticut State University. Yeah. You are amazing. I'm just I just want to tell you that. So nice. I wanted our listeners to kinda get to know you, Aaron, a little sure. bit. Because we read all about you everywhere. You're all over the place, but you've gotten yeah. some, some great coverage and you've got some great news. You're gonna run for another term. Woohoo. Yay. Term six. Term six. I mean, did you have to think about that I did you know I posted on Facebook about it Um, I
1: I posted a lot I I was I did this like whole write-up and people started to get worried they're like what the heck is she doing Um, it's not an easy decision when you're running for for mayor it's a 24 7 job right you don't get a day off Mm -hmm. I mean I had to talk with my family my husband most importantly you know I have a two and a half year old at home right and the job is very taxing on that and it takes time and then I start to think I'm the type of person I get in my own head and I think to myself and I'm asking everyone around me are people sick of me? Do they want to vote for me? Are they sick of me yet? Are they sick and tired of seeing like oh the mayor's doing this again or you know the mayor's here the mayor's there. Um, So I I wanted to take a couple months to genuinely ask people in the community what do you think and uh, the feedback that I got was really overwhelming and very flattering um, and it it made me feel good and then my husband says to me what the hell's the matter with you? You need to do this again. Yeah,
2: (laughs) and so I was like, "All right, here we go." Here you go. (laughs) And like you said, it is very consuming, and you sit on a number of boards as well. Talk. I mean, how many are you sitting on right now? So I'm currently
1: chairperson of the Capital Region Council of Governments. We represent 38 towns and a million people. And you're the
2: youngest mayor on that, right? Oh God, yeah. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, bunch of old white men, and then there's Aaron. Here I am.
1: I don't (laughs) pick the one that doesn't fit in. That's me. Um, I'm chairperson of the elected official, the consortium for elected officials for the Capital Workforce Partners Board, which also represents uh, the greater Hartford region for all workforce development. Um, I have just recently have been appointed to the Board of Regents to wow. oversee the Connecticut uh, State University system. So that's my my newest thing that I have time for.
2: Wow, that's <laughs> but, amazing. But congratulations, but that's a big deal.
1: It You know, it's allowing me, you know, after nine years of being mayor of our community, I'm finally, you know, in a place where I can branch out and start... Com- uh, you know putting New Britain on a larger statewide yes. scale mm-hmm. and my ability and my involvement with these different boards and organizations only allows me to project that message to a broader audience
2: absolutely because you can't just stay in your little bubble right because (laughs) what you do for New Britain you want to you know you want to spread the word and you've done so much I mean from the construction projects and you know you see cranes in the air and you see you see people everywhere I mean trying to drive through downtown to Britain that's all you see is progress it's okay it's great it is uh
1: it's going to be a Completely unrecognizable downtown, I say, within the next five years. Uh, and, you know, everyone always talks about the old New Britain, and I'm sure a lot of listeners remember the old sure. New Britain, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where everybody would come to downtown New Britain and do their shopping, to go to the Strand Theater. It's the New Britain and I never knew, uh, but I take elements from that and stories from what I hear and want to try to my best to recreate a new version of that. And, and
2: you are. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. What are, what are some of the biggest challenges that people don't realize being a mayor um, you, there's so many different balls in the air. So many different, you know, personalities and things that you got to deal with. What do yeah. you find as one of the biggest? headaches, if you will, in your job. Yeah, well, I know you got to pick one. I know I got to pick one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's
1: a lot. Um, You know, it's it's personality management, right? A lot of what I do on a daily basis is <clears throat> trying to manage personalities, right? Um, that's difficult because you have to have really good interpersonal skills. And if you are have your head buried in your phone all day and you're not able to sit down and talk to someone face to face, that can provide a very, very unique set of challenges, right. which unfortunately you see a lot today. People would rather just sit at their desk and shoot off an email that or a text then pick up the phone and call and relationship develop with people and that takes time. You know it's okay to go out and grab coffee with someone. Sometimes you have to take the extra hour of your day to go again develop those relationships which is how you end up with progress. Right. You know I didn't we didn't end up with these developments downtown just magically. This was relationship building that I had to go out and seek by trying to find developers and and convince people that they needed to invest here and tell them why. So I think that's definitely a big. Um, it's time consuming, uh, but it you. you the results are are there. Um, Another thing, too, you know, I think that's most difficult is New Britain doesn't have, well, yet, um, we don't have a town manager. So mayor is, the buck stops with me. Mm. Uh, We don't have, like, a chief operations officer. However, that is going to change. Um, We recently passed this November a charter revision. And in our charter revision, uh, the people voted uh, to hire a chief administrative officer for the city, so basically a, a professional town manager, in addition to the mayor. Nice. So it's impossible to think that one person has the time to go do the interviews, right? To, um, to, to meet all the employees, to manage the budget, to do human resources. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, how much of my week is spent just dealing with people, people. Yep. who... Don't show up to work on time, yeah, or you know have to have administrative hearings because they're messing up at work. That's very time-consuming too. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to having this chief administrative officer. Do you know who it is yet? No, I'm going to post for it this summer. Okay, so it's going to be worked into my budget this year.
2: So uh, the funding will be there July one, and then I want to hire as soon as possible. That's fantastic. (laughs) All right, so you're also um, featured in the Hartford Business Journal. Talk a little bit about that. You used to be Mm -hmm. what forty under forty, but now it's well they do a bunch of different different things now so
1: this year um, the last couple of years the Hartford Business Journal has done their power 50 so they take uh, the 50 most influential they see business and and leaders in the greater Hartford area and highlight them and so yours truly made the list this year Um, wasn't number one but I'll settle for number 20 fine (laughs) (laughs) Um, it was an honor to be recognized on that list of people who are very influential in the greater Hartford region and very few politicians were on that list so I was surprised um, you know I was very Honored to see myself on there. Um, But uh, one of the main things that they talked about was the amount of economic development that I've brought. Right. And that comes with the amount of uh, buildings that we have going up and really transforming the landscape of of the city, but bringing in a lot of private dollars to invest here. And that was one of the things that they had cited. I mean, in the last two years alone, we've brought in almost $200 million of private money and investments into New Britain.
2: Well, because I think one of the people, I used to live in New Britain too, and one of the biggest... Um, issues well there were a couple were the taxes right so so with this development eventually comes tax relief and that's part of your goal I'm assuming
1: Absolutely. New Britain is uh we're thirteen point two square miles. We got seventy-five thousand people, right? We live on top of one another. We are ninety-eight percent developed and almost fifty percent of all of our taxable property or is not taxable. So think about that. Wow. So that whether it's a church or a nonprofit or a school, I mean these prop or a state property, <laughs> these properties take up so much land in town. So it it is very difficult to try to grow the tax base. But we also just recently announced that for the tenth year in a row our grand list grew yay so that's all aids into um, being able to pay for the services that our residents expect Mm -hmm. you know we're an urban center right Right. we pay for trash pickup right you know we're maintaining our roads and our sidewalks we have to pay for uh, or park maintenance, a lot of these things that I think we take for granted when you live in a community like ours, right. um, that in more rural areas of the state, you just don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes at a cost. So our mill rate is is pretty high uh, compared to neighboring towns, but it just comes with the density and the lack of taxpayers that, that we have. So every inch, every, every dollar additional that I can make to go into the city's coffers is going to be spent wisely. And I'm a big believer in People need to see how their tax dollars are being spent, right? And um, that is what I hear from people all the time. I don't, you know, it's okay. I don't mind paying because I can see it. Mm-hmm. When they're seeing Stanley Quarter Park being dredged, when they're seeing the the trails that are being put in in all of our our park systems, the roads, the sidewalks, the cranes in the air, right? They see it, and uh, it makes people
2: feel a little bit better, I guess, about what they have to pay because yeah. no one
1: really likes taxes.
2: <laughs> no, they don't. And then you don't. You look at education. What is? I think yeah. it's uh, the. Per pupil expenditure Mm -hmm. in New Britain is around, what, $6,000, I believe?
1: I think it it might be a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit more now. Now, think about
2: that. Do the math on that. Sure. Okay, and you, you multiply that by all the kids in the school system. Can you imagine? I mean... It's huge.
1: Over 10,000 students in the school system. Yes. Um, For a long time, our school system has struggled with a pretty poor reputation, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really hopeful that things are changing around and changing for the better. We have a new superintendent. He is so focused. He is just laser focused on bringing up these test scores, making sure that our our individual schools are getting the supports that they need empowering our principals to to run their buildings effectively right and in turn what he's doing too is he's communicating with our parents he's communicating with the employees he's communicating with me and it, it's just it's really it's got to be refreshing it is it really is yeah it's just this new life in the school district and it's going to take us some time right? right there's never enough money in the world to fund everything that you would mm-hmm. want but we're making strides towards that you know uh, where we were once you know we were once spending the least amount per pupil uh, statewide. We've now moved up I want to say about 30 spots so we're not last. You're not last. (laughs) We're last and unfortunately in performance um, but those things are going to change over time too and I think over the next three to five years we're going to see some significant changes in the school
2: district that are going to make people want to move to New Britain even more than they, they do now. Absolutely. If you're just tuning in we're speaking with Mayor Aaron Stewart. Uh, Mayor of New Britain, sixth term, just announced that you're running again. What are your goals? What are you going to do differently, or what are your objectives um, in your next term?
1: I think uh, when I was thinking about running again, you know, I'm thinking about all of the shovels that I have in the ground and all of the ribbons that I want to cut. Wow. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Brit, um, uh, the massive redevelopment of this um, uh, apartment complex. Well, we knocked down the old Burrett Bank building right? yep. in a partnership with Jasco Development. We also knocked down Amato's, I know, sore uh, Spot and so many people's hearts. I know. I know. And it was so tough. But you, when you look at the way that these buildings are, they, they just weren't adding any value to what we need in the downtown area. And thankfully, a developer like Jasco comes, in and was able to partner with us to build these new high-rise apartment buildings that are going to be great. Mixed income, mixed use. Um, I want to cut the ribbon on these. Right. We also are embarking on another project that I don't even know if I've really announced it yet, Ooh, but it's going to happen here. Is this here? an exclusive, I Mayor? Think so. <laughs> right. I think so. <laughs> um, Mount Pleasant Housing Project. If you are from New Britain, uh, you know where Mount Pleasant is. It is right across from the Stanley Works uh, t- uh, Tool Factory. Um, it has been—it's a housing project owned by the New Britain Housing Authority. We are getting ready to embark on a massive project to uh, knock all of it down. And rebuild it into affordable housing um, to give the people that live there a uh, much better life Let's right. put it that way we did something similar with the Pinnacle Heights and Corbin Heights housing mm-hmm. projects um, but we are actually I'll be looking at the designs for this and next week I wow, can't wait. How fun. Um, but that's a really really important project for our community because so many people uh, associate with growing up in Mount Pleasant mm-hmm. and you know I think as we're putting in it's about balance right we can put in all these new uh, let's say luxury apartment Mm -hmm. buildings but we also have to make sure that we're focusing on affordable too because they have to have the reality of our city we're not a rich community,
2: right? You know, we right. can't. Uh, people can't afford really high rent, mm-hmm. so there
1: has to be a balance. And isn't
2: it true though? The nicer you make it, the better it's kept. You know, people take pr- people take pride in ownership when you have Absolutely. something that you're proud of, right?
1: Absolutely, and
2: that makes such a huge difference. Boy, I wish Hartford, the city of Hartford, could take a few lessons from you because, you know, there it just never seems to get out of its own way. Dude. So six term, and then I know everybody asks you, and you don't know. But what's next? I don't know. You don't know. I have know. no idea. I, mean, I will <laughs> tell you. I I. I Okay. I know this is
1: going to sound... People probably think I'm crazy. I went back to school. You are crazy. I'm nuts. (laughs) I I went back to school. I'm graduating in May with my master's in public administration from University of New Haven. Wow. So I... uh, Yeah, I did it all online. It was... Yeah, a lot of late nights and a lot of weekends. (laughs) Um, But I'm graduating in May. So... And I, I... You know... I'm a big believer in education. Yeah. I think that, you know, it, it may seem, you know, superficial. Like, why the heck does she need that little piece of paper? Mm-hmm. But I do. Um, but it's
2: knowledge. And it's, we, it, we're, it never,
1: it's never too late to keep learning, right? No. no. So I'm hopeful that whatever my career has for me, past mayor, um, if I'm hopefully, knock on wood, I'm, I'm lucky <laughs> enough to serve a sixth term. Uh, but I'll be able to do something in public administration in that realm. But the, my focus was in municipal finance. Um, it's kind of been a cornerstone of my time as mayor really fixing the city's finances and delving deep into the budget Uh Um, it's not the sexy work that I I can't really you know I can't post a lot about that on Facebook because it's very hard to say like here I am crunching numbers But it's a,
2: um, it's part of the job. It's a big part of the job. So, so no run for governor? I I won't rule it out. You okay. know, I,
1: I've, I've been very open. It'd, it'd be a dream job. I tried that in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I dipped my toe in. It didn't work out. That's okay. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. Right. Um, I don't know what 2026 will be. You know, uh, listen, three years, uh, four years almost in politics is an eternity. And a lot of things can happen for, between now and then. But if the time's right and if the path is opened... I'm there.
2: Yeah. I just, I see where you just could benefit the state in so many different ways. I I just love the way you think. I love the way you operate. I mean, you really are a no nonsense operator, right? You have to You have to be in this job.
1: And and honestly, I think that's been um, a reason why I've, New Britain has been so successful is because, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything. It is Mm-mm. what it is. And I have no, I have nothing to hide. I lay everything out on the table. Um, that's just, that's how I've always been. It's how I was raised. If you know my family, uh-huh. you definitely know that's how I was raised. <laughs> oh, we know your family.
2: We know. Um, <laughs> and that kind of brings me to my next question, you know, because uh, your father, Tim yep. Stewart, was mayor for, for a while. Yeah. Um, how much do you lean on him? Or do you pretty much just take your own path? Well,
1: seeing how I've been mayor longer than he was oh, now. Oh, <laughs> here we go. (laughs) no my dad has been an incredible resource for me throughout my tenure as mayor and you know it's very it is a unique job and not very many people have had it or understand so it's um him and I most certainly have our differences there's no doubt about it um but it it's, Im- it's very important to have somebody that you can call to bounce things off of when you need an opinion or a second opinion on something and mm-hmm. he's always been that guy for me and
2: you know um, and it's, I've been really grateful for it Th- that's good it's good to have that mentor and somebody that you know you can trust of obviously course. it's your yeah. dad you know on social media I see you post great things I you know you're you're such a great communicator mm-hmm. and what drives me nuts sometimes even if it's a good thing <laughs> even if it's a good thing you've got these people that come out of the woodwork or from under a rock oh, yeah and they've always got to put their or two cents in does that ever get frustrating oh my god yes <laughs> well and i hope you don't ask your dad about how to respond to no that. i don't i don't know <laughs> no there are some things i'm much better at
1: <laughs> social media is one of them um, you know, no matter what you do, and I've just kind of accepted this, social media is has just created this world, and I think all of us can agree that social media has created this a lot of negativity in our worlds that we yeah. have to all shield ourselves from in some way, shape, or form. Because you will become obsessed with constantly checking and wanting to you know, respond back to people. And social media's emboldened people, I think, too, to just say whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and not think about the ramifications of it, which is unfortunate. Um, I've got a really thick skin uh unfortunately i don't think a lot of people do half the time when people say you could do a million good things but it's the one bad thing that you do that they remember and they always comment on um and i always respond i try to respond to to a lot of you do i see i do i try to engage sometimes i respond too yeah yes (laughs) i try to engage them because you know once you engage with an individual then it's like either they back down or all of a sudden they delete their comment or they don't want you know it, it, social media is a bear it it really is it's a skill set in and of itself to mm-hmm. be able to try to manage
2: that um, they need to start making degrees on how to manage that oh my that. gosh well it's kind of part of my business and, and I wish I had the answers but there just aren't any well
1: think thing about crisis communication
2: is yeah. a huge piece of the job yes huge yeah and it, all it takes is one social media post. Yeah, putting out <laughs> fires. Yep, that's right. How is the media treating you these days?
1: The media is—it's um, interesting, right? You—you've lost a lot of your local coverage, mm-hmm. which becomes—it's difficult, you know. With the your news, your local newspapers are shrinking, and even yeah. in the last nine years, I look at the type of coverage that I received in—in in the first. Term, as opposed to now, you know, you really have to use. I use social media to generate my own news to
2: tell your own story. Correct, because they're not going to come to you to tell the story anymore. They're not. They're so, just. And there's not. plus and minuses with that, right? Because then you know the story is right. Yep. And you're you're hitting the angle you want to hit. But yes, you have to
1: create. You have to tell your own story. Create your own news. And we, I say that every day. How mm-hmm. are we making our own news this week? And every day when we have a different post, I I view ourselves as you know in my social media pages as it's my responsibility. To to tell the people of New Britain our story for the day. Whether it's in the local newspaper or not, what's our story for the day? And then sometimes you'll find other news outlets that might pick up on it and might want to follow up on it, right. which is great, yeah. um, but very different where you don't have this army of reporters anymore that are searching for things to write about. But on the second hand, that's also it's also pretty scary because journalists are what hold politicians accountable oh, a lot I of know. times. There's
2: no checks and balances. There's none of it. And so
1: if you have a a dishonest politician out there they're getting away with it right now
2: I know and it's scary it's scary and I see it I see it oh yeah uh, yeah I know you could just hire one reporter just to dig into all the things that should be looked at no more investigative reporters there isn't far and few between very few yeah so it's scary and if they come knocking on your door that's when you gotta run right
1: Or in my case, you just tell them what you they need to know. Tell them what they need to know. I don't care. Right,
2: exactly. <laughs> so do you have any idea who you're going to be up against in re-election yet? Zero clue. Um, the political landscape in New Britain is just, it's,
1: it's, become very bizarre (laughs) as of late Um, you know again I look at the span of the last nine years you know you used to have this constant um, you know bickering between both parties it really doesn't exist anymore which I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. um, because I think it's just kind of quelled a lot of people's fears you've you've
2: helped neutralize that let's be honest very I mean I've seen you recently standing next to Governor Lamont Uh, you know I've seen you with Blumenthal I mean you really have blurred that line yes as a Republican
1: no more of this you know political partisan and BS. Nobody likes it. Um, you know, nobody has the appetite for it. We can stand
2: next to each other. We can coexist. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> it sounds like maybe you should be going to Washington. Oh, East. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing that I mean it yeah. is bad and you get nothing accomplished nothing and I think you're one of those non no-nonsense people where you just put your foot down and this isn't gonna happen on my watch correct or you try to to steer
1: conversations into how they're going to be productive instead of how we're just going to personally insult one another mm-hmm. which doesn't get you anywhere um, so I have no idea I, I genuinely don't know um, who my opponent will be Um Whatever. Wait and see. And until then, I'm going to continue to work on the campaign and raise money so that when I do have one, I'm ready to go. That's right.
2: And you've got a kickoff um, coming up, so March let's talk 9th. about that.
1: Yeah, March 9th at the VFW, 5:30 to 8 is my campaign kickoff. 40 bucks. Um, Stuart4nb.com for if you
2: want information or to buy tickets. Yeah, and it's going to be a little St. Patty's theme. <laughs> oh, because, of course. Oh my gosh, you guys are so Irish. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we even bought you Irish donuts. I know. You, you know,
1: there's St. Patrick's a uh, themed donuts here today. I'm loving it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, with a name like Aaron Stewart, you know, it's, yeah. 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 It's well, I Irish. know. I mean,
2: I, that's why I, I went to Ireland, my mom and I, with your dad and your mom <laughs> so and fun. a bunch of other people. It was so much fun. Well, we have a couple of minutes left. Anything else that you want to talk about or you want our listeners to know about, um, you know? let it rip one of the I know (laughs) oh gosh loaded question Anne
1: (laughs) Um, you know a lot of things changing in the city I'm really hopeful for the future of the city of New Britain and I think that New Britain can be an example for how Connecticut's urban centers can really thrive with the right leadership uh, at the helm you know I I think I take great pride when people tell me oh my gosh I don't even recognize New Britain I grew Mm -hmm. up there and I came back and I'm so pleased with what I see and I'm not going to say we're not perfect not by any means we're always working towards You know, becoming the best. But every investment that we have, every positive development that we see, every good thing that people say about our community, um, it makes all of us all 75,000 residents feel better about the place that we live and I think that you know when I look at New Britain from 2013 and I look at it today in 2023 what a different place in the way that people are talking about it right so and it was one of the first things I said if I can do anything in my time change the narrative
2: yes it is to yes instill reinstill pride in our community change that narrative. And I'm feeling really great that, that we've done that. And you have. And and I got to tell you, I've been my business. I lived in New Britain. Yeah. Now, my business has been in New Britain for years. And I'm proud to say that I am a business owner here in New Britain. Yeah. I really, really sit back and admire yes. all the things that you've done. I mean, you've addressed the, the, the drugs, I- drug uh, issue. New Britain Recovers, uh, my baby. That's your baby. Yeah. And it's made a huge impact on the community. You're working closely, as you mentioned, with the superintendent to work on the educational system. Yep. Um, and these are all just part of what builds a stronger community and, and, and you're out empowering people too yes right you're, it's not just about
1: me it's about coalition building and empowering all the people that are members of our community to do their part mm-hmm. and I think that's what what helps lift up a whole community too it's not just one person it's, it's a lot
2: I just might be at the top of it getting right. everybody together which is fine right <laughs> but but it does it takes people getting together and doing something you can sit and complain about things all day long which is always the easy way always the easy way but why can't you get up off your behind behind <laughs> You and I want to say something else. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're a lot alike in that way. Um, but yeah, get up and do something. for yeah. you, Whether you live in New Britain or whether you live in any other community, um, if you don't get involved and you don't make a difference, true. then shut up. It's very true. It's easy to go on social media and complain. It's harder
1: to leave your house and actually go attend a meeting and talk to people that can make those changes or run for office to make those changes yourself. Right. Listen, I would love to see more people that are like me being involved in local politics. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I, I think that a lot of people think Oh, this isn't for me. Um, And I say that about trying to get women involved all the time. One of the first things that, you know, I say when I'm trying to get them involved is, well, why don't you think you can do it? Oh, I don't know enough about this. women are like terrible right we don't we ever think that like we're good enough like we know enough like you do trust me you do if you have common sense and you just have you're willing to share your opinion that's
2: enough that's (laughs) all it takes and then you learn as you go right well again you're doing a fantastic job and it was just such a pleasure sitting here having a conversation with you mayor and as I always say continued success Keep thank up you. the good work. Keep that skin nice and thick. Oh. And you're going to continue to do great things, I can tell. Thank you so much. All and right.
1: stuart for nbcom There you go.
2: <laughs> we got to get out there. stuart dot nbcom Go on the website. Make a donation if you can. Let's make sure that this wonderful, talented woman stays in office here in thank New you. Britain. Thank <laughs> you. And, of course, we couldn't do it without all of you. We want to thank you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080.